What's up, everybody, and welcome to Pillow Talk Moments with the Mobleys. I am Johnny Mobley Jr. And I am Queen Deidre, his wife. And we suck like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. What's good, y'all? What's up, Mo? What's up, Mo? Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. How y'all doing? Hey, honey. <laughs> What's up, girl? You know what? What? There's a lot to come with you. Now, you know, you've known that since you no, met me. There's a lot to come with you. That is a lot. It is. It's I'm a lot. lot. You a lot. It's, it's just, I'm a whole bunch. Then when you open your mouth, it be little black. You be thinking you got a little soft voice, and then you be like, blah! Like, I'm not loud at all. Ooh, okay. You you got quiet now, though. I did. Yeah. I'm not loud. I'm not loud. I know how to be a lady. I know. I've seen you change various times. I'm always a lady. Sometimes extreme lady. Other times you're not. Sometimes I don't need you to be a lady. What you... Okay, this ain't the same night. The right one. Right. Same night. um, Pull your tongue. How you doing? I'm good. That's good. Well, I have a question for you. Mm. Are you physically attracted to me? Mm-hmm. You want me to show you? This ain't that night. Okay. I'm just asking. I can show you. The tape will still record, but everybody leave the room. Cause... Then they going to take us to jail for public indecency. That might not be what, what it's you called. were thinking about doing. I just said you want me to show you the physical attraction I got. You thinking nasty? Physical attraction, physical nasty, it go together. Well, I'm just gonna say this. You said that when you met me, you were very physically attracted to me. Cause I like I always and I was say, to you. What do I always say? I did. Oh Jesus. What you did? You was sing. You was supposed to be singing in the choir. I was. You was up on the top row of the choir stage. Then the Lord by yourself. The Lord sent an angel into the church, mm-hmm. and I was paying attention to the angel. To the angel. And I said, Lord, did you send her here for me to help save her from the pole? From the pole. I can't stand you. Strip a pole, Lord. I'm a. No. I'm a helper. That's not what I'm it a helper, is. Lord. Y'all. Lord, I'm a helper. Yes, sir. I'm a be obedient. I was trying to, the Lord to make that. life. The Lord ain't said that. He didn't say that. Ain't nothing about Jesus. What did it say? Tell that. the truth and shame the devil. Yeah, I said, I was singing this. I can't remember what song I was saying. But I looked. I said, ooh, she got a big old booty and a little waist. Jesus. If y'all hear that one more time. we're Y'all, if y'all didn't know it yet, we're talking about physical attraction. Within... Your relationship It's actually what we're actually talking about Is how couples deal With the loss of physical attraction Yeah I want to We're going to talk about the other part later Because I want to talk about um, How couples How couples um, Deal with falling out of love with their spouse But That'll be next time This time it's going to be the physical attraction So What we're going to do What we're going to do Is talk about it what do you do when you're not physically attracted to someone? So, do you know, I I knew, like, I guess in my mind, I knew people get married because of money. 
And I know people get married because of For different kids. reasons. Yeah. 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 But it's a lot of other things that we've learned, you know, studying this that people get married for that I don't think is a big deal, but I mean, to some people it is. Mm-hmm. So there are many reasons why people enter into a committed long-term relationship or marriages that have little to, little to do with physical attraction. Now, of course, I'm a man, so I'm always thinking, how, how can I marry somebody who ain't got physical attraction? Then I'm, I'm a man, so I think, you know, ain't no face on it. So put a cover over your <laughs> it's face. There's something wrong with you. It's, it's just different stuff you, you think. It's I'm just saying I'm just saying the truth. Okay. So that's that's one of the things, you know, being a man I think about. All right. So you said some people marry to please others. Well, you said about people um that long-term relationships or marriages uh that well there are many reasons is what it, he Yeah, the said, reasons that people why get married in um, long-term relationships. Now, I know some people get that have get together to do and with use people, physical attraction. But the whole marriage, getting married in a relationship thing, I'm uh-huh. thinking if you just need some money, get your sugar daddy, work work it, and, you know, do what you do. But it's people that literally get married, like, in long-term relationships for a lot of different things. So, mm-hmm. it's some people some people marry, marry to please others, which right. that makes sense, such as their parents. One client became engaged to a man. She... Had little attraction to for primary, for primarily because of the enormous pressure from her mother to settle down. I've seen that too. I've seen that too. Other people marry for reasons of age and reproduction. I've, I've heard of that because they listen to they people too saying old, you getting too old. You can't have a baby. Right. Start a family. Right. You need to hurry up and get married. So they just, you know, pick whoever. And others do to escape loneliness. Yeah. It happens. You get married though. A whole married, or have a whole family, because they're tired of being alone. Hmm. It happens. Or to create, okay, say, others do so to escape loneliness and to create an instant family. People who are lonely or come from broken homes might unwittingly compel to commit under these circumstances i can see that others strive to make up for loss for a loss or in case of a partner who recently lost a spouse huh yeah because you know somebody been married to a couple have been married for many many years and then they spouse you know suddenly pass or they could i mean it doesn't have to be that they've been they've been married for many years you know but I if, think sometimes uh, you're, if you're used to being in a relationship and used to having that companionship, yeah, I can see that. if you're used to being in a yeah. relationship, because I know a lot of a lot of people who you know like and love their spouse and been with them for a long time, and when they pass away, they feel like a part of them was gone. Mm-hmm. So I've I've I guess being in the the field and studying a little bit of I I, I noticed that. Like if somebody two couples been together a long time and they was actually just talking about this on the news, they mm-hmm. said that um two uh a older couple was in the hospital in the nursing home and they had COVID. One of them caught COVID and passed away and the other one didn't, but he still passed away like a week later. Yeah. Cause I guess of the disconnect of 
not. I know I had a friend who, um, I think it was her in-laws and the, I think the husband, the, the father, the daddy died. And then was it the next week or so? She the 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 mother the mother died. Yeah, and I think I and it, I've, and she she the 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 how she said it was I believe, um, and I'm believing that she did say this like that just makes you think like people would literally die of a broken heart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because when you find couples like my grandma and my granddaddy had been married for like fifty something years, you know, um, I don't remember the exact years that my grandmama passed. From the time my granddaddy passed, but some people, when that is their life and that person is their life, especially if they live um, where they may not have enough, like a lot of children or yeah. grandchildren that are always there and stuff like that or whatever, you you figure this person is who this person is with, twenty four seven. They may eat breakfast and lunch and dinner together and watch TV and. Go to the grocery store and go yeah. to the post office. So that's literally you like know what I'm losing saying? a part of you. right. Like right. losing a leg or something, yeah. something that you do with a person every yeah. single day, be with yeah. them, and now they're not there. Yep. So, um, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. All right. Some people some attempt. Help. No, some people <laughs> attempt to escape social pressure or to fit in. So some people get married to escape social pressure or to fit in. Really? That's a whole nother thing. As one client remarked, it's a couple orient society and I hate feeling like a third wheel. Couple oriented society. So you have a friend you have a person who is on, you know, the friend, and then you have, and she's, or he or she may always be out with the the friends that that's a couple. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So then y'all out, and he's always, or she, he or she is always that third wheel. And so they're feeling like, well, shoot, let me hurry up and find me somebody and get married so I can have somebody to go out on the couple date nights or, you know what I'm saying? Or the couple cabin trips. Or, that's really a big deal. For some people, it is because they get tired. What they say, always a that's the uh, the concept of always a bride's never you know always a bridesmaid never a bride. So I guess I guess I guess everybody have a dream or perception of absolutely how a or marriage or how absolutely. their life will be absolutely. And then when it doesn't work out the way they think it should work out or whatever, they just start. Yeah, they just yeah. Kinda, move into stuff yep yeah so it says um many people believe that the importance of physical attraction is overrated huh i can say that now my i can say that's how people think i don't think that but i can say that's how people think now especially with the new millennium and everything it's a it's 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 different and 2021 is different absolutely yeah so I think what they're saying is like there's a bunch of different factors that go into yeah. why people get married, you know, when, you know, how, what circumstances. And you've seen people in real life. You've seen people on movies. You've seen people, you know, a friend may know somebody 
or you may, you know what I'm saying? Or you yeah. may know somebody or have a friend that you're the one, you're the couple that's always trying to set that single friend up or whatever. So I think what this um, intro is really just, um, uh, this whole thing is, is in a nutshell, the intro of it is just saying people get married for many different reasons, whether it be age, whether it be um, loneliness, whether it be pressure from parents or friends, you know, whether it be you tired of being the third wheel, you know, whether it be um, I got to find me a mate, you know, a man, you know, to to go ahead and have some babies with. Because, yeah. you know, especially when people get over 40 and different things like that. So a lot of people and you would be surprised they do do it because of the pressures of society. Yeah. I got to fit into the 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 house I and mean, the husband, the house, the kids, the picket fence and all these things. I think we know it was a couple a family member, actually, that I think was like that mm-hmm. of ours. You remember? I don't, but don't call no names. No, I ain't going to call no names. Mm-hmm. But I think um, they believed that they wanted the big house mm-hmm. and the nice cars and all that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, because they didn't, as individuals, they didn't know themselves. The husband did what he had to do to make all this stuff happen for the wife. Mm-hmm. And then the wife all of a sudden changed and she was like, okay, well, I need you to be home more and spend time with me more. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, okay, Joker, I just bought you this house. I just did all this. I got to work to keep this stuff up. Mm -hmm. So I can't be here and work. Yeah. So in all of us to keep it. She was mesmerized by what the perception of marriage was. And it was not only that, but seeing outside relationships. Yeah. And, you know, stuff like that. She saw stuff she wanted. Right. And then we'll bring it back to their relationship. Right. Remember you used to do that a little bit? I didn't, sir. You did? Um, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. But we need to get to the meat of this. Mm. Because what is actually, what we're actually talking about. You said, I thought you what? I said, I said, you gonna jump off that right quick? Yeah. Mm. I don't even remember what I'm jumping off of. What I'm jumping off of? You ain't paying attention. Say it again. I, I was said, ready to go remember when you thought. was a little like that. Bringing other stuff into our relationship. They had nothing to do with our relationship. Oh, but it wasn't because I wanted you to be their no. spouses. You know what I'm saying? No, but I was That was my, my emotional emotions mm-hmm. and stuff all over the place. He's so distracted, y'all. So what we're saying is, the meat of it is, is saying... What do you do when you become, because some people, and some people do that too. Okay, we left that out and we're talking about it. Some people get married because they're physically attracted to the person. You don't know nothing about them. You like what you see. When I saw you, I was in lust with you. People say, oh, I saw my husband last night. I fell in, I'm in love with him. No, it was lust. It was. I fell in lust with you. And so that's what, that's what that is. Um, on here, he's saying that uh, the 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 writer and y'all, we are on psychology today again because they got some good old juicy information. Um, he the writer was saying he was never raised to consider such a thing as, um, you know, that it was all about physical attraction. I beg to differ because I feel like if I wasn't physically attracted to you, I didn't wasn't gonna waste time on really getting to know you. But I guess I guess it, it also matters of what what area of life of your life you're in. So us being young, my eyes ain't gonna change though. But listen, my eyes. I know. I'm, I know what you're saying. Look at, 
But you being young at the time and me being young, we the physical attraction was very important. Mm-hmm. So most young people, the physical attraction more, a lot is important. Mm-hmm. Then once you get a little older, physical attraction is important, but now you're looking for other stuff. Mm-hmm. Somebody can take care of you financially, other stuff. And then I guess once it gets to a different place and it with a a variety of different things how you grew up, mm-hmm. um, all that stuff begins to to lay in and then now you thinking okay i'm 40 i ain't got no kids mm-hmm. i ain't got no husband so i got to get out of here and write a list of what i need and somehow physical attraction and some other stuff don't is not in the top five no more mm-hmm. so you put other stuff in top five and then the man is two or three or the woman is two or three and then you say, okay, I'm going to have to go with this. And I teach them how to do everything else. That's where I come in at, the teaching part. I don't know how you teaching somebody something that you don't even know. But anyway, you want to teach the person. So that's when a person gets married and then they get together and then they tell them, they try to teach the person how to be what, be the person that they want them to be for them. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where a lot of couples that's another reason why a lot of couples have a lot of trouble in their relationship because they have an expectation. Stop having an expectation in a relationship before you get in a relationship and you the only person to know about the expectation. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody else know that this is a secret expectation, but everybody's supposed to respond to it like they know it. And that's, that's where a lot of people, boy, a lot of couples mess up at too. Um, let's keep moving. Okay. So I'm going to move us along. Oh, this you said that like I'm taking a long time. <laughs> this see what you ain't gonna we do. We want to get to the pointers of 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 what we talking don't, about. Don't, don't do that. So what to you set ain't gonna it do up is is, is 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 um keep me in a box. That ain't what you about to do. I'm out the box and no this that's part this part is for my sister because she like to say um I be acting extra. I'm trying to stop us from having a two hour podcast that y'all gonna stop listening to after the first. Why would 30, you say that? Because you are They're not going to stop listening you, to it. You're long-winded, honey. No, it's not. It's They're not going to stop listening to it. Well, They're going to continue to go to YouTube. You... Y'all go to YouTube. And this is the part. You can go to YouTube. You can subscribe. Make sure you hit the button. And then you can hit the bell. That way the bell will let you know when we put something out. Then you will have a library of You subscribe to it. All you got to do is go to it. Push it, listen to it whenever you want. So if you feel like I'm long-winded, then you can pause it and come back and listen to it later. I don't think y'all feel like that. I think this one feel like that because she she tired and she hungry. You being nasty to our listeners, y'all. I'm not being nasty to the listeners. Would you would you please just go to YouTube? I don't think I was being nasty. Our YouTube page name because he didn't negate it to give you all that is Moments with the Mobleys. And just do us a favor as you listen, like it and share it, as well as hit the notification bell so you can get those new episodes when they come out on Saturday morning at 10. Thanks so much, guys. We're going to go ahead and get back into this so we can go ahead and give y'all the meat of this. Okay, baby, you know I love you. And you so know I just this is a part y'all about to see a real live. But that gave you a great intro into going and telling them to, this, to make y'all sure they like and subscribe. about to see a real live. Um, well, I can't say and, it's physical attraction because I'm physically attracted to her. But y'all about to see a real live <laughs> argument. We don't argue. We have debate. Y'all about to see something. I can tell you that. So what this is talking about, guys, this is talking about a couple that goes to therapy. 
and the therapist is asking them, um, are you all physically attracted to one another? Are you all still having sex with one another? You see what I'm saying? Mm. Are you all, um, you know, in, in, in what he's saying is one couple, one person might be saying we are, but, but because I feel like it's obligatory. I ain't attracted to him no more, or I ain't attracted to her no more, but I feel like, you know, when I do do it, it's my duty. And a lot of times what comes out of it is that because different situations have happened in the marriage, marriage to put that wall between them, mm. now add on top of it, I'm no longer physically attracted to you. Because of whatever reason, it could be weight gain, it could be... You know, it could be just, you know, weight gain because of a sickness or something like that. Or you just let yourself go or or him or her just let themselves go. But at this point, this is what the um, this is what the issue was with them. And he was saying it that he was letting them know that if you ignore physical attraction when choosing a partner, your relationship may be temporary. So, you know, just like on uh, Married at First Sight. You know, when we was laughing about uh, talking about the season when the earlier seasons was on and and the lady, that lady was not fit. She was not attracted to her spouse at all. And we were laughing the other night because we were saying that now here years later, because this was one in one of the earlier seasons. Now they have three kids and she's hosting the, the you know the the married at first sight um yeah. shows when they you know show their and talk to the cast of the current season or whatever so so things do change things change feelings change and stuff and stuff like that but here are some of the consequences you may eventually face if you don't if you're not really honest with yourself that you about being attracted to your spouse mm. So I know, like I said, at first, when I saw you, you were attracted to me. I was attracted to you. There has a a lot has gone on from us first meeting each other till now. Mm. Make sense? My waist ain't little like it was when you first met me. No booty still big. Yeah. <laughs> and I... <laughs> Would you cooperate with me? Listen, I'm trying to hush because you say I talk no, too much. No, that's not. I'm just trying to get the meat of it into it, baby. Come on. So what I'm saying is things have changed. You know, you had, you know, the six pack and and everything and, and was just. It's still nice. there. It's still there. Just I just got it covered up. Right. You just got it. You just got it. Can't show it all the time. Right. Covered up for winter time. And so what I'm I saying I be cold is, all the time. In the summertime, y'all. I'm gonna put him off this podcast. I'm gonna do this episode by myself. We gonna bring the other half of mo- moments when the moment he's back in, a, in a, on the next episode. No, we ain't. We gonna talk about this. But what what he what he's saying is, um, again, if you ignore physical attraction when choosing a partner, your relationships may be temporary. It, thank God we were physically attracted to each other when we first met each other. And then the love came. You know what I'm saying? And over the years, it's grown and it's matured. Yeah. So and so here we are now. And I have a truly, to be completely honest, I have a a different, a greater physical attraction to you now because I know you. I know your heart. You care for me. Yeah. And you've aged quite, quite well. Well, you have too, honey. Well, thank you so much. So can we give them the rest of this the stuff? Process, so we can but the go, process for us was can we go, sex. We go and be a lot of sex. 
A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of sex. We can have, we can have ministry. Hence, hence the churn. A lot of sex. And then the love part came pretty quickly. And I think, I think yeah. the kids, I think the girls had a lot to do with the love part. No, the love came before that. Yeah, but I you think you told that, me that you loved me yeah. like two weeks after you met me because but, I was all that in a bag of. But once Doritos, the girls came, I think that that brought a whole different level of love. Yeah, it was just the like part for a little while for me. Right, because you was nasty acting. But you, you wasn't. You so was okay, so here's person. one, y'all. We got, like I said, we got to get into it. She nasty, a poor you sex life. Trying to rush me. A poor sex life. People stuck in a relationship lacking physical attraction will most likely have little to no sex, and that's depressing. Now this is the part that caught me. This thing says this man has treated. What, what, tell me the man name. Go ahead. This baby. man has treated couples that haven't been sexually intimate in ten to fifteen. That years. is going. Complete some and people, utter ghettoness. Some of these marriages were never consummated, period. Oh no, that's crazy. Well, I can tell you this. If I if we married, I ain't doing it with you, I'm doing it with somebody. Oh Jesus. And we're saying this because it does go on. It doesn't go on in this house. But yeah. what what to, to either go further into let it. Me, let me restate said, that. Okay, go ahead. If I'm married, if you married to someone and you're not having sex, you probably having sex with somebody, whether it's yourself or whatever. But something. Oh Lord. Something. It says many such partners sleep in separate beds, even relatively young couples. Often the couple has never experienced a good sex life, and they say you can discover this by asking about early dating or honeymoon activity. And another part of that is that they the the kids in the bed with them. So y'all ain't got no alone time together. Yeah, we got a lot of we got a lot of information about that, but that's in the, the, right. the counseling exactly. session. Exactly. counseling session. Exactly. It says the less interested partner is often accused of never initiating sex or doing so at the most inopportune times, making it less likely to happen. Everybody else fault. Yeah. We ain't did it last yeah. night because you ain't touched me. When you ain't touched me, you ain't you had on that big sweater, so I guess you ain't want it. All that just is no. Sometimes taking the sweat off is full play. <laughs> I can't with you. Go ahead. It says they too often enable the sabotaging of their sex lives. So some do so by turning it down when it's initiated or complaining that it's never good enough. So this is this in turn can cause the partner who finally initiated to retreat or completely shut down. And and that's normally what happens. Yeah, but it. In in a lot of cases, we found that the the non sex is one piece of it. Right. It's always it's always layers and layers of stuff. Right. But when you have issues and you have trauma that happened to you and you never get help with it, then what happens is that stuff that stuff continues to grow. It's mm-hmm. still alive. It's still active. So what usually happens is it flows over to other parts of your life that you don't recognize it no more. So most of the time when you're saying certain things, it's coming from the root of that, whatever that is. Right. So you not having sex can, can come from being molested. You don't want nobody touching you no more. It's a lot of different things that can happen. And that wasn't shared in counseling or whatever before right. the marriage. Yeah, so you find out all these different things after. Okay? Go ahead. Number two, affairs. 
The lack of attraction in a primary relationship often leaves an opening for a third party to enter. Well, you just said that. Yeah. Uh, the initiator of an affair might be the mate who claims to have attraction, but fe- feels deprived by the other. And uh, the the um, the counselor was saying, in his experience, it's usually the partner with little attraction that seems to find a lover. Work or the gym seem to be the most common places for fair- affairs to develop. Go to the gym, y'all, and work out. And then take your behind home and take a shower. Don't be trying to stay and take a shower in the manager office and all that. In the trainer office. You said you. Okay. So, uh, it says running into someone that finally electrifies you is hard to resist. Once the affair becomes physical, it becomes that much harder to stop. Yeah. So, he was saying this is one reason he likens the affair to a zombie. As in any respectable zombie movie, just when you think a zombie is destroyed, it surprises you and comes back again. At the end of the day, having an affair is not going to fix what's wrong at home. Yeah. It and might be a getaway or take you into a fantasy land. That's or, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, you uh, may think that that's what it is. You know, you can leave all your kids behind, but at the house, you still got a, a wife or a husband. You still got bills and babies and all that, and the situation ain't went nowhere. So instead of you putting that energy into maybe going to see a counselor, going to talk to uh, a spiritual counselor, your, your, you know, spiritual parent pastor or just whatever, you would... Much, I guess, not face it or not deal with it. And you take your you take your quote unquote take your mind off it. So I'm a I'm a I'm a say this. So I was watching the show the other day, and the, the man and the woman they actually work in the same spot. And the woman had some issues going on. Her friend had some issues going on. So the man, well, I can, well, the man. Um, this is this is a show. This this will happen, but it's realistic because the man is sexually active and the woman knows his her husband is sexually active very sexually active and she gives him sex but at this period of time it was a time that she wasn't giving it because they had a lot of stuff going on the friends was pulling on them so she was tired and they were planned to do it and then he would come home she said she would tire so they were planning to do it again. He would come home. She's now this became a problem about the third time this happened. So what wound up happening is the the facility where he worked at, very handsome man, facility that he worked at, is women that hit on him, but he good. And this particular time, before it's happened, he would walk away, he would kill the situation, he'll move, get out the situation. This particular time he didn't move. He said all the same stuff, but this particular time he didn't move. And the woman walked up to him, which a woman wasn't able to do that before. He would be gone. But she walked up to him, put her hands on him, and then went downtown. And he was saying, stop, don't do that. Don't do that. But he ain't moved. And that's what she said. She said, usually you be gone in two minutes when I make a pass at you. She said, but I think you want it because you ain't moving. But them heifers going to keep on trying. But she went ahead and he felt bad after. And then he walked out. And guess who he ran into? Because him and his wife worked in the same place. Oh, no. Well, where was I when you was watching this? Sleeping. Worked in the same place. He walked out. 
Now he's still aroused and everything. You can see it through his pants, but he turned around at the wall talking to his wife. His wife over here, he talking to his wife at the wall. And she like, what's wrong with you? She tried to talk to him. And she's like, what's wrong with you? Turn around. What you doing? Was this a Lifetime movie? No. Turned around and bam. She said, what the F? And you just came out of there? Nobody better not be in there. Well, you don't what, never be in there. Well, pause. What, what, what you watching, sir? It's the Oval. Oh, Lord. Anyway, come on, let's go, because this... this it was this it was good, but... Joker here is is uh, loving the Oval right about now. And yeah, because it, it's stuff on. it's stuff that's in it. I take stuff, the real lifetime stuff. This was movies and stuff come from anyway, real stuff. But the part of that was he was yearning for his wife, and the wife was tired. She wasn't giving it up. And then he got caught in one of them situations to where his perspective changed. His flesh was weak. Well, you call it what you want, but I seen him. He was cool. He was like, no, ma'am, I love my wife very much. You know, he was like, you know. He, he was afraid he was going to get fired, right? No. Okay, we're going to go to the next one, no. y'all. Because he'll tell y'all about the over all day. No, no. But what I'm trying <laughs> to say is the part to where you got to be attentive to your partner, to your spouse. Right. You got to listen to the word. The one thing my wife can tell you about me is when she says stuff to me, even if I'm not looking at her, if she catches me at a bad time, she already know that I hear everything. Even if I hear it and don't remember the details, I will call her, say, hey, before you left, you were talking about this. Tell me again. I just, I just, but I need to hear it. And then the results of that is if she wanted it, it'll pop up. If she needed something, it'll show up. If she said she want whatever it is, but I listen to the details. This is the part. Even if I don't feel like doing it, I listen to it. I listen to it. So this is the part to where this is the question I'm going to leave it and we're going to keep moving. Do you do stuff for your spouse even when you don't want to do it? Not because you enjoy it, but it's because your selflessness. Not because you enjoy it, but because your spouse enjoys it. Are you selfless to know that every time something happens with your spouse, you don't have to enjoy it too? Keep going. Something to think about. Okay, nitpicking. Ladies, normally that's said to happen from us. Says when a partner feels trapped in an unhappy relationship, they tend to consistently find things wrong with their partner. The way they smell, the way they eat, the words they use, things they may have once found endearing are now annoying. Some of these critics hope the partner will get the message and end the relationship, something the nitpicker may be scared to do. So others are simply pro projecting their own frustration onto a partner. Nitpicking in this context may be considered sadistic, but be, sadistic, but because it is usually unconscious, it's a diff, it's difficult to stop. Um, and again, the counselor is saying, in his experience, the reason for the nitpicking uh, services a couple may find themselves forced to deal with their attraction issue, a more authentic yet yet dangerous place to be. Yeah, but you got to deal with, with it. And just so I bring the reality to it, men mm -hmm. nitpick too. We our our yeah. presentation just different. Yeah, you're right. Y'all presentation is way different. The presentation just different, but because 
you put a different some different clothes on it don't make it not the same thing yeah so but this is something put that the couples down. do Close the door. Stop dropping the toilet seat, Deidre. Close the shower door. You finished with the shower? Why you close the dryer door like that? All of that came at me in a matter of minutes, and I was overwhelmed. That was nitpicking? That was nitpicking. And then you would have came at me, and you said, hey, babe, the shower door doesn't close anymore. Babe, the toilet running is cracked. Honey, the dryer door won't stay closed. Well, if you stop slamming the shot. <laughs> you brought that up. I ain't even bring even that get up. to the rest of them. You ain't even bring, but we got we it are, in the hand now. We about to end this episode We right got it now. good. We good. I had a conversation and with her. And when we come back on the next episode, we nope. going to be friends again. Nope. nope. But I don't want to fight him on camera. Okay, so the next one. Distance. The partner who isn't attracted will find a way to stay away from the house. I got to work late. I got a business meeting. They want to, the, the partners want to go out to dinner. I got to go to the, by the fella's house. I got such and such want me to help him with this. It says this could manifest in both physical and emotional distance. To quote, quote, oh, oh, I'm acting like you tonight. To quote, I love you. Roseanne, Roseanne, Dana, there's always something. If it's not one thing, it's another. If it ain't one thing, it's another. I don't own the copyrights to that music. If it ain't. Yeah. You know what? So, you all over the place, man. You all right? You know. So it's distance. Distance can cause that you, the, the one who isn't uh, attracted will find a way to stay away. What you got in that cup there? Water, H2O. Water, yeah, or something clear with a little. So kick. so distance, y'all. The, in other words, the the, the partner who's not attracted is looking for a reason to stay away from the house, so they don't have to deal with the other partner. Another one that's big is a lack of a respect. I think when this happened, that is that pretty much the the end of the marriage. The lack of respect. Lack of respect. I don't know. It says, I think this can go oh, in a lot of different ways. It says an individual who isn't attracted might show a lack of respect for their partner. While the nitpicker is always on the watch, demonstrating a lack of respect might be less consistent, but more stinging. I think it is more stinging. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially to a man. Um, insulting a partner in public is a common occurrence hmm. or unfavorably unfav- comparing a partner to a neighbor, family member, coworker, or someone they despise. Example. Now, that's disrespect. Example. Bling, bling. That's disrespect. Hello? Hey. Hey. The um, man coming to fix the washing machine, where you at? Oh, I stepped out for a minute. I went to go play ball. Oh, you out playing ball. You ain't got no job, but you out here playing ball. That's how you got it. You need to get back to the house because you need to be looking for a job. And then you need to get the, open the door for the man so he can do the thing. I already got to pay for everything. I Again, it's always the sign of a deeper issue. It says humiliating a partner on the grandest stage is often a sign of unhappiness in a relationship. Mm. And, and, you know, nine point nine 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 times out of ten, if that's if humiliation is happening in, in, in public. It's happening behind closed doors. It's happening behind closed doors. And other stuff is happening behind closed doors. When you go to counseling, ladies, and you say, I be trying to talk to him, but he just don't want to say nothing. 
He don't never talk. He don't never say nothing. That's probably why. A lot of men, a majority of men, they shut down. If they being disrespected, if they being come at all the time about all the stuff that's wrong with them, they being shut yeah. down. They shut down. Yeah. Now, there's some guys out there that, are, that don't handle their business like they should, but like we said, it's a deeper issue. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if he's getting beat down by life and all the other stuff and they come home and get clobbered by his wife, then, I mean, he shut down. That's why your man ain't talking to you. Go ahead. And last but not least, lack of affection. You know what? What you going to stop doing? I'm going to let you do the rest of this by yourself because you act like you don't want me to talk in this one. What's going on with you? Oh, my God. I'm, I say last but not least out of the things that we've talked about. Uh-huh. But you be, you don't. That wasn't no shame. You be looking at me when I talk other times. You be like, this time you looking at me like. Blatant. <laughs> you number five, <laughs> lack of respect. Y'all see You're it. You being disrespectful. Y'all see it on the camera. No, no, no. Why would you do that? Any oh. other time, her her look is endearing, enduring. Like, yes, baby, go ahead and say what you say. That's wonderful. That's good stuff. She looking at me now. It like, is good stuff, and I agree. Well, come on. Let me get you. Let me go ahead and come on, so we can get off this air, so I can go take care of you. Come on. I didn't knew you would be acting like that. I got you. Come on. Last one. Lack of affection. Go. I'm a, I'm going to show a lack of affection for Johnny tonight. <laughs> about to make me choke listen <laughs> a lack of attraction with with little to no sex may be bad enough but many couples stuck in sexless partnerships often demonstrate little affection toward one another um either there is usually a little hand holding and probably not a whole lot of that rarely do they put their arms around another one another or sit in close proximity one um he's using this example one female client made a deal with her distancing husband at least sit next to me on the couch while we watch television oh. i promise i won't touch you jesus that never on no day we just wouldn't be in no marriage no more if I got to beg you to at least sit on the couch by me and I agree not to touch you. It's just, it's hot. What you always. Stay over. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, when Johnny trying to be nice, nasty, and I try to uh, lay oh. on him or put my arm on him. This is when he tired, Lord. real, real tired. I get this time sometimes. He'll, uh. <laughs> he'll turn over like he trying to position, reposition himself or something like that or whatever. And that I'll don't be happen like, often. I'll be like, "You was nasty acting, and all you had to do was tell me that you weren't comfortable." Or, or no, he say it's hot. That's his, on, that's that hot line. You laying on his leg. It's hot. Leg sweating. You need to get up. It's hot. However. That don't happen a lot. It don't happen a lot, but sometimes you be nasty acting for. But I, I know. We've been together long enough, so I you know right. when you go be like touchy feely. So I had to get my mind right. And he's not t- he's not really touchy feely. He he is more touchy feely now than like maybe mid marriage. He was touchy feely in the beginning, and then maybe mid marriage because we did go through some stuff where yeah. I didn't like him and he didn't like me. It was just what it was. It was what it was. We better than that, y'all. Can y'all tell? <laughs> We better night. We better? 
We better now. I like her. Well, I like her. You now. always say that as if I as, as if I liked you the whole time. Well, I I mean I I voiced my opinion about it. You yeah. never really said. I guess you didn't really understand what was. But I loved you. Always loved you. Man. Like and I'm like yeah. Well, you was gonna be with me regardless. Okay. So listen. It's it. It says uh, he realizes that Victorian roots are still at play for many, Mm. but the media routinely uses attraction and sex to sell. Divorce is still stigmatized, less so now than in previous decades, but it is certainly not celebrated. And yet we still don't pay homage to homage to homage homage to all that can make a relationship work the next time you're looking for a life partner remember to put physical attraction as well as sexual sexual compatibility on your checklist if you truly want a strong foundation so that's his take on it i say they uh, of course with us y'all we wasn't thinking about no uh sexual compatibility and all that stuff when we met we weren't thinking about you know well, I you know, we, we weren't having sex, so we weren't sexually active. So it was just a matter of us really, really liking each other. And then we talked, and then we got to know each other and stuff like that or whatever. But naturally, you're you're drawn to a person by what you see. But you got to know that there are other components that go into it. And so if you, you know, again... At MAFS, M-A-F, uh, Married at First Sight. That's a real uh, live example of, am I going, you know, and you go into the altar to get married to this, this person. And what if you ain't sexually attracted to him? My Lord. But I just thank the Lord that, you know, he kept his promises with you. But I, I still think um, Married at First Sight is a, is a it's, it is, it is genius to me. And you say that because you like stuff that deal with the mind and that they're taking different backgrounds and these yeah. people had to take different tests and but compatibility you, tests and and and. But all when you these think things. about it, but when you think about it, what's the difference between married at first sight and dating someone, moving in, having kids, doing all the stuff without the married part? Because people do that all the time. So in a relationship, your spouse change, right? Throughout the entire relationship, it never stops. So, but what people try to do is they feel like they have to be a certain caliber before they get married, but they do all the married stuff. So this, I believe, is excitement in it. I believe because, and I think it's 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 a system created for this time. Now, back in the day, you couldn't do that, because even although some people did it. Well, I but know we laughed a, about the fact that we would. If we were both single now, that we would, uh, that we would do it on the first uh, the, the night we of the would, consummation. That we would, we would join. But that's the Johnny and Deidre now, and that we would, we would, you would, you would get the marriage consummated. But, this, me on the first night. <laughs> but this is the Johnny and Deidre now, right? Okay, okay. This ain't the Johnny and Deidre back then. Yeah, yeah. It took a year for you to give me a kiss. Married at first sight. Is that where we were going with this? You saying you were consummated, but you wasn't. You wasn't. Oh even well, yeah, I, was, I wasn't who I am. You now. ain't knew me, right? I wasn't who I am now. I was cute, but you ain't knew me. You was cute, but I ain't knew you. I would have still consummated it though. I was wow. 
Well, I think what this whole thing is saying and why it attracted us to it to share it with y'all is like you you have to take into consideration like all these things and and it that's why it's good to to start with a firm foundation as as much as possible. Um, that's why we enjoy counseling couples, you know, premarital counseling with couples who you know, think they know each other and, you know, they want to be together. And then they have these what they think are little itty bitty issues. And then we find that it's a whole bunch of they stuff up right up under it. And, you know, it for for some, for a lot of them, it's not the physical attraction. It's not the physical attraction because they're attracted to each other, but they don't want to deal with all the other stuff that comes with it. Yeah. Yeah. But what they're saying is that that is a part of it. And throughout the marriage, when you deal with women having babies and, you know, dealing with whatever sicknesses. And for a time I was on steroids, so that made me gain some more weight and, you know, all this or whatever. But the one thing that I appreciate about you, even when I'm feeling my worst or sometimes hair all over my head and and looking my worst, you still tell me, you know, babe, it don't matter. You're still beautiful. You know what I'm saying? So we've we've gone through that whole, you know. But I ain't romantic, though. He's still nasty acting, but but we better than we was, y'all. We better than we was. Um, But yeah, so it matters because your physical changes. My God, it changes. Hold a picture for couples who've been married a long time. Hold a picture of yourself up when you got married or first got together. And then hold a picture up now. When I was when I met Johnny, I think I was at 150. And I loved my size then. Now we ain't gonna talk about where I am. Just know that I'm a work in progress. Man, I love and, his size, so he, and he, he does. And I said, Well, Johnny, I'm I'm I am doing trying to do better, incorporating walking into my day because I do sit, you know, um my job requires me too. But I make sure that I'm getting up now and I'm trying to eat better just to lose some weight and to, you know, get you know, to be healthier. Right, to be healthier. The the the, the, the weight it, it comes with it, but it's to being healthy. Yeah. That's what we want right, to Right, absolutely. The being healthy part. Yeah. I, I believe the physical attraction, I believe, is a, a a a huge part of it. It comes in phases. But one of the things we always talk about is a as a relationship, a marriage is not it it is it is a lifetime journey. Yeah. It's a lifetime journey. A lot of a lot of people try to, well, I say a lot of men, once their wife body changes after a baby or something, they always trying to capture what they had in the beginning by meeting someone a little younger that favors their spouse. So when you look at different things, you see a lot of men who step out that does that, that find somebody who looks like their wife, but, uh, but is younger. You got different reasons why men step out. Not saying that they is is justified, but that's what happens if until you get a perception. What me and my wife do a lot in in marriage counseling is to un, have people get the understanding that a marriage is a lifetime journey, and it's never meant for you to go back to some places that you were at. Hence, you change your body, change. Your facial expression, everything changes. You get yeah. older, it changes. But you have to understand and receive that the change is a great change because you can't want your wife 
to have a little waist and you don't. I can't sit here and say, well, baby, when you lose weight, I'm going to take this off and then I'll show you the six pack again. Got to put gonna, in the work. We're we going to do it together and put in the work. Yeah, we're going to yeah. put in the work for the main part because we got grandkids. And I would love to see my great grand. My, our parents see their great grand. So I would love to see my great great grand. Yeah. But I can't do that if you ain't being healthy. So it's it's a lifetime it's a lifetime decision. But and another thing that we give, I'm giving two steps because y'all ain't paying for this. But another thing that we do is we tell we free couples up from old bondage. What I mean by that is old perceptions, old bondage of what they think of a marriage should be. The the number one thing you got to understand is you and your spouse, it ain't nobody in the world has ever been put together with this combination. So you and your spouse got to create brand new stuff for y'all. You can't use the stuff. The husband can't use the stuff their parents use and the wife can't use. Some of that stuff you can, you can incorporate and then do a remix on it. But you can't, you got to create something different because you two are different. Period. That's all y'all getting. We ain't giving you no more. All right. So, it's time for physical attraction. I'm physically attracted to you, Mo. I know you are. I'm going to show you in a minute. All right. Well, we got to close the podcast out. Close it out, boy. <laughs> This is your man. Thank y'all for supporting, man. Thank y'all for keep watching us. Keep following us. Thank y'all. Make sure you go subscribe. Make sure you go follow us. www.momentswiththemobilies.com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. See, they all, everybody think I don't know this stuff. He he know, he just got to get it I right know in his it. brain. We're on YouTube and Instagram. And we are all on platforms. Twitter. And we're on Facebook and all of those moments with the Mobleys. Just look us up. We're on, on Twitter. We're Mobley Moments, though. Um, so we appreciate y'all. And we, we got to go, y'all. We got to go. And you could actually, I was talking to somebody yesterday. And they said, they called me. They said, Mr. Mobley, we seen something going on. You got something going on. You, I said, yeah, where you been at? You need to get from up under that rock and come into the new world. We everywhere. I said, just Google it. And Google I said me, that. Baby. I said that thinking, okay, I know it comes up on my phone because I look at, you know, the stuff. But he said, yep, I put moments with them and it popped right on up. So, yeah. I got off the phone. I was like, thank you, Jesus. I didn't know that was going to work. Well, amen. (laughs) Won't he do it? But if you need to, if if you're not that, you know, computer savvy, just Google moments with the Mobleys. One word. Amen. It it come right on up. Look at you. So you can literally do that and you can come up. But if you want to get to all our stuff, you go to our website and you can get everything. The YouTube, however you need to listen to it, it's right on there. www.momentswiththemobleys. One word. Momentswiththemobleys.com. Great job, honey. And a great job. This is my second week back at work in the office, guys. And this weekend, my hubby got my car together. He got it washed because he wanted my behind out of his truck. Get out of this truck. And so I, me and old girl Red Caddy is back in love again. But I don't call it my truck. It's our truck. But he got my car back together this weekend. So I, I got could drive our it. car back together. So I could drive it. She just. What did that tell you? That's a whole nother podcast. Right. We're not going to go there. Okay. Say Thank y'all.
This has and been love me long time. Moments with the Mobleys. This has been moments with the Mobleys. Oh Lord, I'm about to say at gmail.com. Y'all, thank y'all for watching. I'm tired. Thank y'all. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm his wife, Deidre Mobley. And we something like, as y'all can see, we something like ordinary couple, not quite. We have extraordinary purpose on our life. Thank y'all. And we, we will love live a long time. <sighs> May the Lord satisfy you with long life to see your children, your grandchildren, your great-grand, and your great-great, and your great-great-grandchildren. Amen. We something I like an ordinary it. couple with extraordinary purpose. And we going night-night. Thank y'all. We out. Peace out.